Hey everybody, this is episode 3 of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This episode was originally recorded live on December 1st, 2013. On this episode, it's PlayStation Palooza! Joe does his homework and discovers that the out-of-box warranty on the PS4 is one year because he didn't know what it was last episode. Uh, Hillbilly Porn gets Twitch's Playroom axed from the PS4. Sony gives our EU gamer friends some love with the PS4 launch, but there's a catch. They killed features. And for the first time, Joe and I hear of a game that gets canceled after it launches. As always, we talk about the games burning up our PCs and our consoles this week and what we've got our eyes on for next week. That and more coming up on this episode of Whippin'. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of What I'm Playing Now. This is episode three. My name is Joe Luzzi, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Greg Martin. How you doing tonight, Greg? Oh, man, it's fantastic. It's a, gr- it's a great day to be a gamer because it's like 20 degrees outside. And a Steam sale's going on. Yes, the Steam <laughs> sale's going on, and I've, I've basically broke myself now. Yeah, I was purchasing several things the other night, which we could talk about later on under the what I'm what I'm playing now section. But you gotta love a good Steam sale. Oh yeah, there were some there were some infographics on. Uh, I saw them on Twitter and I saw them on Facebook of uh, people that uh, they showed infographics of this this mock Steam icon saying Steam sale, and their wallet was just like, no, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to keep my purchases down to some of the. Lower priced items, mm. just some did things you, I've had on my wish list, wish list for a while. Did you see? I haven't cleared my wish list off at all on Steam. I've I've got so many games on there I haven't touched. Um, I actually removed a couple because I have purchased about half of them now. Yeah. So did you see? Speaking of uh, devastation sales, did you see the one that was on GOG.com? I don't think so. They were selling a hundred and sixty-five, or no, sixty-five games for a hundred and some odd dollars. Which was knocking off like four hundred dollars off the total price. No, I did not see that one. Is that still going on, or was that just Black Friday? I think it might still be going on. I haven't checked, but I know when I looked on Friday, that was what was that was the sale that was going on. And you could just arbitrarily change the games that you were selecting on there and adjust the price. I did get a few games on there too. I've purchased a few games on GOG. I don't have a ton. Sixty-five assorted games, seventy percent off, no risk of getting trampled. Nice. It looks like it's kind of still going on. Nice. Yeah, that's one hell of a sale, man. It's a weekend promo, so I wonder if today's the last day. I wonder if anybody actually dropped the $165 for all the games, though. Promo ends in one day and five hours. Somebody did. Somebody dropped the coin. There's a Yeah, there's a heck of a lot of games here. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, Alone in the Dark. I remember the Alone in the Dark series. That used to be a really, really good when the, the early ones. The one that was just released a year or two ago, a couple of years ago, I think Atari had put it out. Um, wasn't the world's greatest. The one that was on the uh, the the PS2. I think so. It was on PS2 or Xbox or one of those. Yeah, that one was shit. Yeah. I remember my uh, at the time my my girlfriend's brother had had got that game. He's a real big gamer. And um, he was playing it like crazy, and and he got to the one level where you were driving around, and he kept dying mm-hmm. over and over. And <laughs> he got so pissed off, and I'm just, 
it just doesn't look like my kind of game when you look at the other Alone in the Dark games. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I'm looking through this list right now. There's a couple of cool things on here. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would buy this though. I don't know if there's there's not a, several games on here that I would want and that I would pay pay that for. But that's that's a hell of a lot of games for a cheap price. That's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, I mean, if you, especially if you like GOG.com, that would be. Yeah, definitely. That, but you know what's weird? That's like. 22% of their total library of available games for $165. They only have like 400 some odd games or something like that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, I think they do have a smaller assortment of games, but some of the games they have actually are pretty... They have some pretty, some pretty good older games, which is what I like. Games that really don't work if you were to purchase them, try to play them outright. They don't work with the newer version of Windows, but um, off of GOG, they, they a lot of times do, which is pretty cool. So, all right, well, as you can see, we're sitting here looking at games because that's pretty much what <laughs> we do. Um, we have email. Well, we have an email account. Nobody has emailed us yet, so let's get some emails coming in. What I'm playing now at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, what I'm playing now, drop the G, and look for us on Facebook. Our website should be up probably tonight. Um, I will be linking up with the, the domain with the website um, probably after the podcast. Um, we do have a couple articles that I've written up there. Uh, Greg's going to be putting up some of the podcasts for us, so you'll be able to listen and download the audio podcast. We will have links to the YouTube videos as well. Um, that we're recording now, so we have a site that will be starting here soon. Um, I'm thinking about doing the forum still. Greg and I have talked about this a little bit. We may not have those up on day one, but we may do those shortly. So we're going to see how busy we are with the site and everything, and then we'll think about the forums here in a little bit. I mean, it'd, be a, ni it'd be a nice way to communicate. I know... Um... Yeah. Cool. Uh, I know somebody was suggesting to me that we do the uh, Google Plus communities, and I that's just too close to go. You have to already be on Google Plus already, and right, you know that, that's obviously a problem. But a forum would be a better way to do it, especially you know start flame wars and then you know little kids cry when they go home, that kind of thing. That's what we're going for. <laughs> rage quitting, rage quitting Minecraft posts. That's what we want to see up there. <laughs> I haven't rage quit Minecraft in a long time. Dude, I've never rage quit Minecraft. <laughs> I have rage I don't, quit. I, I don't think I have either, actually. I have rage quit Tomb Raider multiplayer, though. Oh, really? Yes. That was a fucking bitch. Oh, my God. Was it just broken, or was it... No, this... this was freaking... the learning curve just that that rough? No, it, they... The way that they do the multiplayer matches... This is the new Tomb Raider, by the way, for people who don't know... Um, the new Tomb Raider has a multiplayer aspect where you can go online and participate in, like, you know, PvP or whatever. But your characters are all leveled, and they don't, at the time, I don't know if this has changed or not, I haven't touched it since, at the time, they didn't have a way to check to see if high-level players were playing in the same map as low-level players. Okay. So, you, so, like, I was started out at level 1, and I was in a map with some cat that was at, like, level 59. And... He gets up to the top part of the map. So this dude's clearly been playing for a long time. He gets up to the top part of the map with a bow and arrow. He knows where all the spawn points are at. So he spawns and so he farms it farms up a spawn, basically, is what he's doing. He's nice. getting headshots left and right. And I, I he got me like thirteen times if I just threw the controller down and yelled fuck and just quit. <laughs> I was so pissed. Nice. Rage quick. I was Rage so quick for the win. Oh my! I haven't touched the game since the multiplayer aspect. Anyways, I haven't touched it. Awesome. That's awesome. Fuck that, that game. Well, I know it, when we get to the what I'm playing now section, um, there were a couple of things that I played over the weekend that I didn't rage quit, but I was sitting there getting like, man, these games are definitely, definitely a little on the rough end. They are non-forgiving. So <laughs> we can we could talk about some of that stuff when we get there. Um, let's hit some news stories though. Let's do it. Um, so one of the things I had homework from last time and I normally don't like to do homework, but this is a pretty easy one. 
I pretty much just looked on some of the documentation that came with my PS4, and the warranty on the PS4 is one year. Huzzah! So if anybody was wondering about that, um, I get I get a little gold star for finishing my homework, and the warranty is basically one year. Um, this is Joe grading himself, people. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully my PS4 gets a gold star and lasts more than a year, and we don't have to worry. I don't get any blue light, glowing blue lights, or anything like that. So far, it really seems like um, I haven't heard too too much about either of the consoles, either the PS4 or the Xbox One, um, beyond like the initial launch days and some of the. I, th- I think we had mentioned last podcast some of the drives in the Xbox Ones were bad, and some of the PS4s um, had like the glowing blue light. It doesn't seem like that stuff is too widespread. It, it's not, you know, it's not like I've any of the major news gaming sites have really jumped on the stories beyond those first days, beyond like the launch day or anything, and and have been writing about them. So I haven't seen too too much more about them. So, hey, I, my my buddy got a. Uh... A uh, Xbox One, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I mean it seems pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie, and like you said, I've I've been keeping an eye and stuff like that, and people bitching and stuff because you know we if you remember back when the 360, you know when the Red Ring of Death first came out on the 360, yeah. there was a massive recall on a lot of those things. So yeah, I'm sure everybody's keeping an eye on it. But so far, so far, it seems like everything has been going pretty smoothly for both the PS. As I like to call it, the X bone. Yeah. So, uh, pretty good stuff. Though. Yep. And, and and if anybody is watching us live, you may notice that Greg does not is not sending video out. Um, so Greg's getting a new internet set up, which should be done this week and next week. We should be able to see him and actually talk to him instead of just to his picture. Oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 I've had I've had ongoing internet issues, so I decided to change ISPs, and uh, as I did. One or two podcasts ago, I'm running off of my uh, Verizon Jetpack, and it's on limited data usage right now. So, a, you may lose me, and b, I may have to call back on my phone. So, <laughs> which should make for an interesting podcast. So, right, but you know, we shall carry on. So, our next news story. One of the things we talked about last week were some of the things that people were doing on Twitch with the Playroom <laughs> on the PS4. Um, and it seems that Twitch has removed the Playroom from their stream directory. So basically, it sounds like you can't um, stream anymore from within that Playroom because that Playroom basically gives you, we talked about it last week, gives you like a VR setting. So you kind of like, the camera sees the whole room, you're sitting there in the room, and then you interact with um, some various robots and some other things that they have, which is more almost like a tech demo. But people were actually using it for, I guess, shall shall we say, nefarious purposes, of some sort, and um, they kind of rooted for everybody. Just be blunt, Joe. There was porn on there. Basically, yes. So <laughs> there was hillbilly um, porn on Twitch. And it's it was funny when I saw the story. I was like, well, we all kind of knew this was fucking coming. Yep. Um, so they removed it, and it's uh, the one article I was reading. They basically said that they may put um, the playroom available for streaming later on. Once um, it sounds like the PS4. Um, streaming community becomes a little more familiar with what Twitch is used for, which is basically just streaming games and nothing else. So... Once you people grow up and stop acting like douche nozzles, then we'll put it back. So we will see how long they actually keep um, the playroom off of Twitch, but um, you know, some of the stuff that I heard, I don't even think I would have thought about doing any of that sort of stuff. I mean, I... I guess because I've used Twitch in the past, I know what Twitch is for, and I consider it just for gaming, which is right. what they wanted used for. Right, so, but I, th- but I think had this been a streaming app that was not tied to Twitch, like let's say for example, well let's take Google Hangouts. Let's mm-hmm. say they moved Google Hangouts to a streaming service that used you know the Playroom, basically, that would probably work. Twitch is not a open broadcast system. They are just a game streaming service only. That's that's all they do. Right. So I mean, if if it were broadcasting, say to YouTube or Vimeo, which Vimeo has more strict standards than YouTube does, but um, you know, had it been one of those two, it might have been a little bit different. 
yeah, I just thought it's 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 just funny. So we'll see how long that um, the PS4 playroom is actually in the penalty box and in the, in the timeout in the corner um, before it gets to come and play out with the rest of the kids. <laughs> um, but you know, if they ever do bring it back, people just freaking stream games. Don't be showing us no shit. We don't want to see it. Somebody, if I, if, I, if, I, if I do want to see it, I'm going to pay to see good shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You're, you're going to go to UPorn and drop your seriously. credit card. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Oh, no. Joe's All right, next the, story. Joe's got, the local porn, Joe's got the local <laughs> porn shop on speed dial. No, no, no. Not anymore, <laughs> not anymore at least. <laughs> well, I hope Kim's not watching this. <laughs> Yeah, she'll be on an episode soon. Yay. She can fend for herself. <laughs> All right, so PS4 was released on Black Friday in the UK. And it sounds like they um, Sony had a pretty good release for the PS4 over there. Um, yeah. It sounds like people were standing in lines for like over 24 hours. There was a lot of excitement. It was all fucking hyped up and everything. The one thing I haven't seen that I was interested in kind of hoping to see by tonight, and I still haven't found anything, were some actual fucking numbers um, to how much they sold. Mm-hmm. You know, because it seems like they were announced the numbers for the U.S., how much they sold in like the first 24 hours, like a couple days later. Yeah. They, you know, so um, they they may actually announce some numbers maybe tomorrow or maybe, during, you know, Tuesday or so. Um, but from what I can tell, it sounds like Sony had another successful launch over there. But I will say this. We do have another story here. That kind of follows that, unless if you have anything more about the UK launch there, Greg. No, I just wanted to say, you know, congrats to you UK people. You finally came on the radar with gaming, um, at least somewhat. Don't expect support for the PS4 to last forever because, you know, we all hate you when it comes to gaming. So, you know, enjoy it while it lasts, suckers. So they are up and running, but because of that... One of the things that I even noticed on my PS4 and was really, really interesting um, on Black Friday, um, Sony had to disable um, some of their features just so they can kind of get their network smoothed out. And I will say this, um, their um, game store, the PlayStation store online on the PS4, which has been very responsive ever since the PS4 released here in the U.S., and I was really, really impressed with how fast it loads up and everything, came to a crawl on Friday. I first, I loaded up my PS4 and went to the store, and it just sat there, and sat there for a second or two. Then it finally loaded up, and I'm like, hmm, that did not seem normal. Well, I mean, it's, it's Black Friday. I mean, you got you kind of, you have to kind of expect that Black Friday and maybe even possibly Cyber Monday, as ridiculous as those two sound, they're going to be the two days when the sales are going to be happening, especially in your online stores, especially on Cyber Monday. And that's going to be when everybody's going to try to take advantage of those. So, you know, I'm pretty sure PSN is going to take a hit from that kind of traffic. Yeah, and I think it was more of the European launch than actual Black Friday Mm -hmm. because um, one of the things that you could get on Black Friday, which was a great deal, and if anybody did not grab one, they're crazy freaking not to. Um, I picked up a year of PlayStation Plus, which you can basically stack on your account uh, for $29, and it's normally 49 so it's almost like half price. There were some people out there, I think Amazon was limiting it to two cards per per account that you could purchase, so you could basically get two years for 58 whereas one year is normally 50 you know, so it's almost like basically buy a year, get one free almost. So mm-hmm. I just picked up a year because I still had a good six months, I think, on my account. So I didn't. I figure I didn't need to buy two years. Right. Um, and there were some other purchases I wanted to make as well, so I didn't want to go too too crazy with the credit card and everything and have the wife lay the smack down. I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to be an adult about the whole situation, which I normally don't like to do. But I was like, you know what? Let's just try to have a decent holiday and not get my ass kicked. So. <laughs> So I was like, let's just, I can sneak one through. I'm not going to try to sneak two through. So when I when I got the, when you purchase it from Amazon, you actually get to email to code. It's a 12-digit code that you can basically re, um, 
enter into the PlayStation Store and redeem. And mm. it basically just adds another year of membership onto your account. So I get my code first thing thing in the morning because that was like, I like rolled out of bed, grabbed the grab my phone, start hit, hitting Twitter. And somebody, <laughs> po- somebody posted on Twitter like two hours ago, the deal went live on Amazon because I had been watching it. I was up at like midnight thinking this fucking deal is going to go live at midnight. I'm grabbing this card immediately because I do not want to get turned on. I don't I don't want to miss this thing. And so I think I woke up at like seven. Some people said it went live like two hours ago, so probably around five a.m. Eastern time is when I think it had gone live. So I. My computer, I left my computer running all night. I ran over to the computer real quick, had Amazon loaded up, <laughs> grabbed my fucking credit card, typed in all my shit, got my code, went downstairs, go to type in my 12-digit number, and I get a fucking error. Get a 404. <laughs> so Server it, not basic, basically, it was like that. It was like I kept getting like this 82,000, 82, four or five zeros, and then two error, which is basically like, you know, it just couldn't complete the transaction. They always have some really bizarre error codes. Yeah. Sony does. They have some really strange ones. Because I know, like, when, I've, when I'm browsing around on the PSP through the PSN, and then you get some really strange error. Like, you try to download something, and it just fails for no reason. And then it gives you this bizarrely long error code. I'm like, who the fuck comes up with these error codes? <laughs> yeah. Like, who's like there? Can... Let's get some standard and error codes. You know, when something doesn't work, let's just use a certain number or something. You know, you know yeah, would, I agree with you. Some of you these numbers, the shit's just like crazy. It's like you know what? what? You know what would really work is if Sony just defaulted to like Microsoft BSOD codes. <laughs> nice. Like yeah, you, you know could, what? You, that is the last one I can think I want to see on my PlayStation. Is a freaking beating to death. You you can't oh, download man. something. You get like you get like a page page segmentation fault. For get, how about how about if we get a sad PlayStation like the sad Mac? <laughs> the sad Mac <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> wah, wah, I'm a sad Mac. <laughs> oh jeez. So, but I was I was following Twitter and Google Plus throughout the day, sitting there reading and just doing a bunch of shit. And about noon or halfway through the day, a bunch of people were posting they couldn't redeem their codes, and finally. Uh, somebody from Sony posted on the PlayStation account that they were actually disabling the code redemption service on their network for a couple of days until things smoothed out. And I actually don't even know if it's up yet. I know yesterday it was still down. Well, does that fall? Uh, well, I guess my question, well, I got two questions now at this point. Okay. One, um, do you think this has something to do with the, because I was looking over the features that were disabled uh, for the European launch. Right, and it doesn't look necessarily like those two services that were disabled would impact code redemption. But do you think that maybe that could have something to do with it? I don't know if it had anything to do with it or not. But I just think the PlayStation Network was just getting hammered so badly between basically only being two weeks old, mm-hmm. Black Friday. European launch, I just think it was just getting fucking hammered. Right. I think it was just getting turned around and just nailed repeatedly. Right. I mean, so I'm I'm thinking they probably turned off the redemption codes mainly so people don't get halfway through a transaction and some things maybe get corrupted or something. They probably didn't want to fuck around with that, which is I don't blame them, and I'm completely fine with them doing this because it probably saved them a lot of headaches in the long run. Because mm-hmm. if they had people that were basically too much traffic and some people are redeeming stuff and some people aren't and people just keep repeatedly getting errors, they're going to get pissed off. So they just said, that's it. We're just stopping it for right now, which is probably the smartest thing they could have done. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, was, I it was, it was, you know, thank God I follow some of this stuff on Twitter so you kind of know what's going on because, you know, if you don't, if you aren't following these people on Twitter or reading some of the sites, you know, you'll be like, well, why why they, you know, little Timmy could be sitting there looking at his daddy going, Daddy, why isn't this working? You know, dad's like, Timmy, because it's just, I don't know, I don't know technology, you know. Not everybody not everybody follows, you know, Sony and all the different people on the different, you know, um, social sites. So so what Joe's telling you all to do, people, is just go follow Sony on Twitter. <laughs> well, I think it's like PlayStation or something. I can't remember what it, who, who I'm actually following, but I, I don't know. I follow so many damn people on my feed. It's insane. 
But it was it was nice when they actually made the announcement saying that they were turning it off. So I was like, okay, I guess I will not try this again now for a couple of days. And it's not like the code's going to go away. It's not like I need the code now. But for those people who maybe did need it immediately and wanted to, you know, maybe were new to PlayStation Plus and wanted to hop on that PlayStation Plus, Plus bandwagon and download some of the games possibly for the PS4 that were free that you get with that, you know, they're now having to wait a couple of days. So I'm sure there there's probably some people who are probably upset about it. Well, they'll get over it. <clears throat> Plus, they if you were... They're going to have to get over it. They're going to have to get over yeah. it. Yeah, there's really nothing else you could do other than well, just, just be like, Sony. Well, you can you can rage quit PlayStation like I rage quit Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just you can just stop being a little babby and suck yeah. it up and just deal with it. Yeah, if you're going to rage quit over something like this, you probably shouldn't be playing games to begin with. Because <laughs> this is, if if you're rage quitting over this, the first time you're getting smacked around in some online game, that's, I, I I don't think you'd be having too good of a time. So I was I was gonna say the only other thing that would Im, that would affect this with the redemptions are, if people don't put their credit cards or if people don't have credit cards and they actually buy, um, PlayStation Network cash that you can add to your account and it gets money gets added to your wallet, and if people wanted to buy online games and do downloaded games. Uh, they were they were affected as well probably because you probably couldn't add funds to your account. Mm. So that would be the only other thing that would suck. So I think we're gonna have to start a new section called "What's New" or like "What's New in PS4" or like something with to do with the PS4. I mean, we talk about the fucking PlayStation so much. We may well, as well just we may as well just give it its own section. That's because I have one. If I, I mean, if I had an Xbox as well, which I mentioned to the wife the other day, and she just gave me a look, and I was like, okay, that was a joke. I was just kidding. Don't, you know, I'm not getting an Xbox. I don't want one or anything, you know. I just wanted to test the waters to see how it would go, and let me tell you, it did not fucking go good. So, <laughs> so you're going to have to get the Xbox one, because obviously I am not going to be able to anytime I'm, soon. Dude, I just lined up my PS3 purchase. You're so, I, last, I, so last gen. I know. I just lined up my PS3 purchase. In two weeks, I'm going to go ahead and commit to the PS3 and six games. And I've got nice. it all lined up. I'm not going to be buying a fucking Xbox. I can't. I, I didn't nice. like th- didn't like the 360. I did demo the Xbox One. I just, it's not my bad. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't mind the Xbox 360. I just all the TV stuff and all the other things that are on the Xbox One just don't interest me. I have a Google TV. I have so much other technology in my house. Right. I don't need. I don't need something else to interact with my TV. I try to watch. Less TV and play more games. Actually, oh, I don't even. So... Watch, I don't even fucking watch TV, dude. Like, I, I have Game of. I just like buy TV shows on DVD if they're not on Netflix. Like, I went out and bought Game of Thrones, and I'll just watch it on DVD up until it's finished, which was the worst mistake of my life because Game of Thrones just ruined my whole, like, ruined a whole week. Basically, it's an amazing show. <laughs> but I don't. But I don't watch enough TV. Like it's. I think that's why. And I have so much stuff on PSN that I. You know, it's kind of that whole ecosystem investment thing. Right. Where you just have so much stuff into it, and then when you try to move over to a different one, you can't bring your stuff with you, and you kind of feel like you're naked. Yeah. Not literally naked, but you know. Well, you know what? That that could go back to our first story back at the... Oh, look, let's not even go there. <laughs> All right, no. the last story, the last story. We're getting on to the last story. I am clothed right now. That's that's not why well, I shut you know my you're video not, off. You're not sending video, so I don't care what you do in over there. Just no descriptions, <laughs> please. So the last story of the day. This I've never heard of this before. I've heard of some shit before, but I've never heard of this. Ashes Cricket 2013 was canceled after after it was fl- flipping released. That could just mean that the, Joe. Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. That could just mean there's no DLC. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. The game was briefly briefly available on Steam, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. No one yeah, seemed so, to know why. Yeah. So I was reading through this. Because I actually, I, I've heard of 505 games before. Yeah, I have too. And they they don't produce shit games, but they're not, I wouldn't call them a triple-A producer. Um, they, the whole article goes through and it's like, the basic gist is they blamed it on their developer Trickstar games. And 
Okay, so they didn't work with the engine properly. They didn't make everything the way 505 wanted it to. Uh, where is this saying that 505 didn't fuck up anywhere? That's basically what I'm getting at is they, yeah. like, oh, don't look at me, bro. We just published it. Yeah, but it's it's crazy because for the people who bought it, it sounds like they they're they're getting to keep it if you you know if you want it. So it's it's crazy that you know this game could be almost like a rare game in somebody's Steam library, it's, which is which is fucking insane. I mean, because now nobody else is going to get to buy it or anything, and it's just like you know, I, I I'd be interested to see if they actually have, if they release any numbers um, as well, how to many, how many people actually bought it. It's going to turn into like the Action 52 for the Steam store. And for people that don't know, Action 52 is a really, really horrible game for the Nintendo Entertainment System that has like 52 games on it on one cartridge, but they're total nice. shit. Oh, they're horrible. They're, they're, half of them are broken. Some of them are completely incomplete. Um, I'm wondering, because can't you let people... Like borrow games on Steam? I, didn't I read that somewhere that you're gonna be able to let people borrow games? I think that's a feature coming up in the new family, family and friends thing that that's gonna be in that's in beta right now. I don't okay. believe that functionality is available to everybody. Okay, so um, if, so once that comes, can we borrow this game from somebody on Steam? You might be able to, but you would the the thing is you'd have to know the person because when you when, from what I had heard, when somebody gives you access to a game, you get access to their whole library. Ooh. I don't think you can just share out one game to... Like, I couldn't share one game to you and then maybe one game to my brother. It's like, I'm sharing my library with you, I'm sharing my library with him, and only one person can be in the library at a time or something like that. It's I'd have to go back and read the whole, the whole contract and what the whole terms of service are for that and everything, but it sounds like it's really... So... What I'm getting at here is if anybody listening has a Steam account that only has this game, like you got on Steam just to get this game, can I borrow it? Because I want to play this shit. If you can find that person out here, I would I would buy you the game if it was available. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I don't have to since it's not. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like trying to sit here thinking about people who – because I'm pretty sure – you know, people over here buy football games, you know. People, I'm pretty sure people in Europe buy soccer games. Um, I'm pretty sure cricket games are big over there, too, you know. Like, yeah. I'm trying to sit here and think, like, who buys a cricket game? Wouldn't that be the most extraordinarily boring fucking game ever? If you like cricket, I mean, my, <laughs> my wife can't stand soccer, and I've been playing a hell of a lot of FIFA lately. Right, I but mean, I mean, because I like soccer. I mean, so if you like the sport and you get to play it, I'm sure you're gonna have some fun, unless if the game's just really fucking broken, like this one sounds like it was. But, Ruby, can you imagine if this thing emulated test matches that went on for just weeks? Yeah, I've heard some of the matches can be rather insane. There's oh. some people at work that have played cricket before, um, and I've talked to them, and it's it sounds interesting, but I don't know. I I don't know all the rules to it. I don't really. I've never played it. So I, I really can't talk too much about cricket, but it definitely sounds like a different type of sport. So, but I, I've definitely never heard of this before. I've heard of games that were close to be, that were close to release and pulled before they were actually released. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I've ever heard of a game actually being released and then being pulled back and saying we're canceling it, and not that. They're not going to. It, it sounds like they're not going to fix it. It just sounds like it's done. It's crap, and we're just done. Yep. So it'll be actually interesting if they actually do come back and maybe try to fix this, and maybe do a re-release. It kind of sounds like that the whole development team was nothing but a bunch of bedroom coders, and this was their first project, and they got halfway through it and just like, eh, whatever, we're done. This plays good. Yeah. No, I guess no, it didn't. So. Well, that's all the news stories we have for the week. Let's jump into our next section of what I'm playing now. And just to give you a data, I've still got room to fail. 
So we're still chugging along. Sounds good. So, with the Steam sale going on, I was actually doing a lot of PC gaming this weekend. But I did get some time in for some FIFA, and I'm well into my second season, and I'm actually in the quarterfinals of the new league that I'm playing for, and I can't remember who it was because it's been a couple days since I touched it because I was on the PC so much this weekend. Um, but I'm still having a blast with FIFA. Nice. FIFA's FIFA's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. Um, Dude, it's soccer. Se- it's soccer. What's not to like about yeah, it? Yeah, the, the second season that I've been playing, I could definitely tell that the first season I was in, I was playing with the Dutch. This team I was playing, I, don't, I, don't, I know it's not Brazilians, but I can't remember who the heck it was. Um, but I can definitely tell that the teams were a lot better because I have not been scoring as much as I did in the first season. So... You just you um, graduated from Babby League. That's that's what it yeah, is. Pretty, that's about what it was, I think. Yeah, now so you're I'm, playing I'm with the big boys. Well, I'm not with the big boys yet by no means. I'm still in one of the sub leagues still. Oh. So, but I'm gonna try to maybe if maybe if I get out of this tournament and actually do pretty good in the tournament. So far in the the first playoff game, I think I scored one of the two goals we had, and then in the semi or in the next round, I think I scored both goals that we had and we won the game. So. Nice. I'm trying to be maybe like the lead scorer for the tournament, and maybe that'll get me seen by some of the bigger leagues, and I can go play onto that. So I will keep everybody informed of my FIFA playings and my soccer skills, which aren't really that great. Let me tell you, we're gonna. There's gonna be a movie made after this triumphant rise to the top in yeah. FIFA. That's like. It's going to start off with you living in a demoralized town. And it's just going to be like, you so sad, and then all of a sudden somebody gives you like a PS4 with FIFA. And then you just, like your whole life turns around. There was there was a good soccer movie out when I was a kid, and I can't remember the damn name of it now. That's going to bug me. I'm going to have to look for that later. It had, <laughs> it had Sylvester Stallone in it. Pele was in it. Oh, no. It was actually a really good movie. It was actually a really good soccer movie. Um, but on to the next games that we played, or I played. Well, I know you have one of them as well. Yeah, um, this, this one I have, and I have played the shit out of. Hammer Watch. I must have put five, six hours into this the first day I downloaded it. Yep. And I just could not put... A pl- I'm, pl- I'm using the 360 controller on the PC to play this thing, and I just could not put that controller down. It was... Once I kind of got past the first boss, I was just like, wow. I'm like, this game is actually pretty, pretty good. Um, it's, it's another one of those ones where the first part of the game is extremely hard, but once you get past it, yeah. then it just kind of smooth sailing from that point. Like you said, once you get past that first boss, you're gonna you're ready to rock and roll, but getting to him and staying you know on even ground the whole way through is a little difficult. Yeah, that that first boss, which was kind of like a cocoon type creature, that was just that one was tricky. I went through quite a few lives there. Yeah. So now, when you run completely out of lives, which I have not done yet, is the game completely over? Yes. Or is there any way to continue? No, it is one hundred percent Iron Man. You die, you die for good. Well, that sucks. I don't know yeah. if I want to hear that. That's the only. That's the only that's... gripe I have about that. Is that? Well, I, I do have another gripe. Okay. The map. Oh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that map. No. One, the map's really hard to see. The overlay on your screen is kind of tricky to navigate through. The other thing I wish it does or could do is zoom out. Mm -hmm. Let me see the whole fucking thing. Because just being able to see the little part of the area I'm on, there were several times when I was playing that first map where I... I almost did quit because I'm like, I'm tired of, I think I'm getting lost here. I didn't know where to go. I couldn't see the whole map. I didn't know if I missed a section or what. And it was just like, I go, this is just stupid. I go, I'm running around this fucking map. I've killed everything. And I was, I was just like, I go, this isn't any fun. But then once I, once I kind of started learning and I'm like, okay, the map, you know, I got it memorized almost from going through it so many times. It was, it got a little better. Yeah. But I was, they don't do a good job of explaining the color coding on the like the uh, HUD either. When you pull up the HUD right. and you see that some of those areas are blocked off in blue, 
They yeah. don't. Ex they, there's no explanation as to what that blue means. I mean, is it an area that's blocked off that you can't? I mean, is it? Can you not get to it just by virtue of it not being there, or do you need a key, or you know, some other condition that needs satisfied so you can get over there? You never know. Right. And then, like you said, you could kill everything, and then you backtrack, and there's nothing to do because the enemies don't respawn. Exactly. And so I'm running around, and I'm like, I had to have missed something somewhere. So you're just aimlessly running around, kind of just feel. I felt like I was wasting time mm -hmm. a couple of times in that game. But that's, a, I guess, that's a small gripe for for a pretty fun game. I mean, considering how long I actually did play the damn thing. Right. So, but I definitely, we definitely need to try need need to try a multiplayer on that. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, once I once I get on Time Warner, man, we're gonna fire that up. Yeah, I wanna I wanna definitely try that on multiplayer and see how that's see how that works out. I think that'll be a lot of fun because, do you know if the game actually increases the difficulty with um multiple people or if it's pretty much still the same? I don't know. I've never played multiplayer and I haven't seen enough coverage of the game to see if that's what happens. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if like more mob spawn or something, or if the boss mm -hmm. maybe has double the hit points or something, which would truthfully suck. Oh, yeah. Because getting past it, that first boss was kind of rough. I think I ended, I think I made it through that boss, with, like, on my last life. Yeah, they've already got so, enough hit points as it is. Yeah. You don't yeah, need any more. I was going off on that thing, and it just kept, it just took forever for that thing to flip and die. Kind of like, that. remember that Skull Bowl and uh, that Skull Bowl boss? Yes, in Cube World. World. Yes, then, oh, Jesus Christ. And then my, my service tanked and we both died. That was insane. <laughs> oh, my God. We were fighting that thing for like 45 minutes. It was, that was, yeah, that was one of the longest boss battles I've ever done. I mean, oh, that was my. Crazy ass. Just kiting the fuck out of that thing. So, one of the other games I picked up on um, Steam was Rogue Legacy. I don't know if you've ever played this one or have ever heard of it. I heard of it, never played it. Uh, it's not that bad. It's like a little platformer game. I don't know if I want to say it's like Hammer Watch, but it's po probably along those lines more platforming because you're kind of like it's a side 2D you know, scroller where you're jumping up and everything like that, mm -hmm. um, whereas Hammer Watch is more of a top-down view, top-down isometric view, kind of reminds you of just like an early Diablo or something. Yeah. Rogue Legacy's more sideways, side-scrolling and stuff. Um, but it's along the same lines of Hammer Watch in that it's very difficult, and when your character dies, you basically... And this is the one thing I haven't figured out about the game. I need to read a little bit more about it. Because it seems like you start off with like this family, and when one character dies, like another family member shows up that you play as then. And I'm into... Fuck, I'm probably into like my fourth or fifth generation of this shit because I just was dying repeatedly the other day playing this game. This game is rough and very non-forgiving. Sounds like a it sounds like a really bad episode of Game of Thrones. Everybody's dying off and then the kids take over. Well, what's really cool is you, as you're playing through the game, you unlock diff you you get coins and everything and you get money and it's it has like a role playing aspect to it where you can unlock different features and unlock different characters. Kind of like a blacksmith. There was like a lady that did something, and I can't remember what what she, what she was. But there's different people you can unlock. They sell you different things. There's different attributes you know you can do. Um, I think there's attributes. I can't remember if there is or not. Um, yeah, I think there is because I think you get to add some to your health and stuff after when you level up. You get to pick something that you want to add to. Cool. So it's it's really cool, but it's really really difficult, and. It's just, you just keep trying to go through the levels, and the levels aren't persistent. The levels seem to be generate basically on the fly. So, like, when you die and go in through the same door, the level looks different. Whoa. So it's never the same. Hmm. Different characters there, different mobs you're fighting. So it's... It's it's something that definitely keeps you on your toes, and it's I've heard it's supposed to be a pretty good game, but I've heard it's supposed to be really really rough, and it is really really rough. <laughs> I have to give that one a shot. Yeah, it was on the Steam sale. You could probably I think you can still pick it up for pretty cheap. I think it was only three bucks or so. Oh it wow! Wasn't it? Yeah, it was one of the cheaper ones. So that was one of the reasons why I grabbed it because when I saw how much it was, um, I was just like, okay, I've been I've heard about this game. Oh, it's seven forty nine right now. I think the price might have gone back up a little bit because I don't think I paid that for it. Hmm. 
So last week, I think I was saying I was playing, or jump to my next game. Last week, I think I was saying I was playing um, Terraria on the Kindle Fire, mm-hmm. which I really haven't touched that much since then because I actually started playing it on the PC again over the weekend. Nice. And I actually have four or five guys now in my village, if you want to call it a village, whatever the fuck you want to call it, where I have, like, the little houses built on top of each other and everything like that. But I have, like, four different people that that came in and visited my town and that I had to build houses for. Oh, you get little villagers and shit? Well, there's different vendors. Oh, okay. That come by. Because I remember I I still have not built a house. Like, I'm just literally burrowing as deep down as I can go. Oh, if you haven't built a house, then nobody will come yet. Okay, nobody cool. Will come I get, well, I, 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 don't, I don't want to say that because... Build it well, and they will come, Joe. That That's basically the gist of the game. They will come, but they need a place to stay. Um, so, like, I built my first house, and the first guy stays there, and then later on in the game, he said so-and-so showed up. So I ran back up to the top and built him a house. They had a house, so they would stay. I got like a guy who does who sells bombs and everything and like grenades. Because I guess if you find grenades in some of the chests, you'll get some guy who actually then sells that stuff. Oh, cool. I got I got a die maker who sells dyes and stuff like that, which I haven't even fucked around with yet. Um, I got another sort 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 of shop owner which sold some stuff, and I can't remember what the other one was, but I think I have like four or so. That were that that had moved in right now. I'm gonna have to try and build the house because I haven't I haven't done that. Like I said, I've just been doing resource farming and just burrowing down as deep as I can possibly go. I did try to take out a second boss. I already tanked the first one. Um, there there is a second boss, and I oh my god, he just yeah, rapes, see, he, I, he rapes me. I haven't reached the first boss, so oh. if, yeah. If you depending on the type of weapons and stuff you have, I have this pretty cool ice weapon, which is a green weapon to me, and it actually shoots an ice ball out every time oh, I swing, or like every other time I swing it. It's not every time; it's like every other time I think it is. Now, does it uh, actually use up mana when you do that, or is it just free roam? Like you can do it as much as you want. I I've just been doing it as much as I want, but I actually do have mana. I have, I've picked up quite a few falling stars, and I have like four or five. Mana stars, nice. So, but I don't even think I'm using any of the mana yet. So yeah, I, I, that's same here. I've got I've got three right now, I think, and I haven't even I I don't even know how to actually use it to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm same here. I haven't I haven't gotten that far either. But it sounds like you've definitely dug further down than me, because I seem to be hitting a lot of water, and I'm drowning. <laughs> what you need to do. Um, there's an item you can craft, and there's some enemies that'll give it to you. There, there's actually like a glow stick. You can th- they're they're consumables. You can throw them, and they stay lit underwater. So really? Like if, yeah. So it's different hmm. than a torch. So if you if you go underwater with a torch, the torch goes out. Right. But if you go in with a with a glow stick, it will actually stay in your hand as you fall down through the water, or you can even toss it. I also use it for mine shafts, like where you burrow out a wall, and then you see this like gaping hole and you don't know where it goes, just toss a glow stick down and see where it goes, and you can tell whether you're going to die or not. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I have glow sticks. I've just never used them. Yeah, just set them on so. your hot just set them on your hot key, and then, uh, you, like I said, you can toss them, or you can hang on to them. Uh, they're a little hard to come by by killing enemies. They're a little easier to make, though. Yeah. So it's I think, like we said before, though, Terraria is the type of game you definitely need to get into the game for several hours. Mm-hmm before it actually starts getting really fun. I mean, the first couple of hours of playing is really, really dry. Really, you're, when you're trying to learn and figure out what to do, it's, you're just like, what the fuck? It's, you know, it's, it's, don't think of it like um, Minecraft, and it's just like, what the heck? So, yeah, I've been digging deep down, and I've gone down pretty far. It doesn't sound like I've gone definitely gone down as far as you have. I, I haven't even found any bosses yet, but I've killed a lot of mobs. And I wish for killing the mobs there was like an XP that you would get. Right. That you right. could level up they, some. Or if they would drop better loot. I mean, because it seems like even though you tank harder mobs, like the deeper you go down, the harder they get. Definitely. I've noticed um, that. But the the loot you get from them isn't very rewarding. Like some of them will just drop silver coins or, you know, massive yeah. amounts of copper coins. It's like, who, who the fuck uses those? I don't. Well, once you get, once you get um, an extra health, like an extra heart, uh-huh. you'll get a nurse that'll move into town. Oh, cool. 
once you get a hundred silver, there's another type of shop owner that'll move into town. I think once you get a hundred silver. So depending on the items you're finding and what you're doing in the game, that decides the different vendors that become available to you and will move into your town. It sounds like, and I think there's a list somewhere on the internet. I'm sure if you go out to the wiki, you can find like a list of what you have to achieve to actually get somebody, you know, to move in, you know, the type of vendor you're looking for. Right. But I know, I know that I had read, there's like somebody, once you get like hundred silver, there's a particular one that moves in. And I remember if you found an extra health, like an extra heart, that's when a nurse would possibly become available as well. Hmm. I'll have to uh, build a house then for sure. And I think on I think on the Kindle Fire I actually have a nurse. I don't have one on the PC, but on the Kindle Fire I found a heart, and it actually a nurse did move in. <laughs> I'll have to yeah I'll have to build some houses then because I don't have any. That that was that was like the one thing I just did not do in that game at all. Yeah, that's it's definitely something you wanna you wanna start doing because it it definitely you can you you can put the chest down that you find. You put the chest down. You, you, how have you bit, done any crafting? With the um, the with crafting the bench, crafting table with the with the workbench, yeah, um, the furnace. So you and, just have those out in the open. You don't have those out in the house, out in the house or anything. No, no, I have like a little cave. I have like a little cave that I live in. You're a barbaric dude. That's just yeah, crazy. I know. It, it's like a little cave that has a door. <laughs> that's funny as hell. And um, yeah, man, it just that, that's that's how it works. And then I just have everything on the ground in the cave. That's funny. So, all right, well, that's what I've been playing. What about you? I see we got Fallout New Vegas on here. Yeah, the the whole Steam sale. I went and bought the the four DLCs for New Vegas. Um, cool. I have never played them before, but I know I've I've modded. Yeah, I've never... I, I I modded the living shit out of Fallout New Vegas. So obviously there was more content there to do, but uh, I've never actually played the core DLCs from Bethesda, so I figured I'd oh, give cool. them a go. Yeah. Yeah, I've never. I don't think I've ever played any of the Fallout games actually. Really. 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 Wow, that actually that actually kind of surprises me a little bit. It's. I think a lot of those were released when I was big into the MMOs, big on the MMOs. So when I'm playing an MMO that will consume me for three to six months. So it's very easy for me to miss a few games here and there. Um, <laughs> you know, when you're just eat, breathing and drinking and sleeping, just leveling up characters and just wanting to raid and everything. So, right. Yeah. I do have that weird addiction of MMOs, which actually thank the Lords. Um, nothing big has been out lately and I've been actually slowing down on Ashron's call. Even I haven't even been playing that much lately. Hmm. That's kind of strange so, for you. Asheron's Call seems to be your your go-to game. It it yeah, well, it has been for many many years, considering it's thirteen years old. I mean, it's I don't think I've ever been able to say I played a game that's thirteen years old and actually still enjoy it. Right. So. So there, yeah, there's Fallout New Vegas, um, which I haven't really touched any of those yet. I just got them, I got them downloaded before I canceled my my service with my ISP. So, mm-hmm. um, haven't had a chance to touch them yet. Uh, mostly because, you know, Black Friday retail, that kind of shit. Um, so we're still recovering from that. Uh, what I, the next thing I included was actually a little little thing I've been working on for a while. Uh, I'm actually in the process of making an RPG. Cool. Um, so I want, I want to be in the alpha. <laughs> so there is a little tool that's been out for, for quite a long time. Uh, some people may know it, RPG Maker. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's just a it's a it's a stock JRPG engine that has a real nice tile editor with it, and uh, I pissed around with it before in the past and just really never got into it. Um, now that I've become a significantly better programmer than I was back then, I decided ah, we'll go ahead and give it another shot again because uh, I just don't want to screw around with actually building up my own engine and everything like that. It's a pretty powerful tool for what's there. Uh, you do have to learn how to use Ruby, and you do have to learn the scripting language for it in order to really, really customize what you want to do. Um, the past three weekends, I've literally just been spending all weekend working with the the software and learning how to use it and blah, 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 and 
I finally decided, well, let's go ahead and commit to making a project with it. And uh, I've got all my customizations ready to modify the engine. And basically at this point, it's just building up content. So for the next, I'm, I'm setting a time frame for myself. So for about the next three weeks, I'm just going to be working on content to put into it. And then hopefully cool. uh, by the end of December, I should have a final product ready to go. Um, it's not going to be, you know, on par with Final Fantasy or anything else like that. It's just going to, it's going to look and feel like a traditional Super Nintendo style JRPG and um, pretty shallow storyline. So we shall see. Cool. Interesting. It's funny that you talk about the role-playing set. Back in the day, I know when I had my Commodore 64, there was a game called the Adventure Construction Set. I have heard of that, and I saw that before. I was I was going to ask you if you had ever heard of that, because I used to play around with that back in the day, yep. and that was always pretty interesting. I mean, the graphics are definitely were definitely by no means any Super Nintendo. I mean, this was probably pre-Nintendo even. I mean, these things were like, you know, some of the early, early role-playing games that were available, um, you know, uh-huh. back in that era. Um, but it was it was really cool what you can do and how you can write the story and how you can add in all the text and pretty much make create your own game within right. this game. It was really, really cool. The big problem with RPG Maker is a lot of the stuff is very, very undocumented. A lot of it. And it, it, what is documented is kind of poorly documented too. Um, so you really got to put your thinking cap on and, yeah, at least for me, it kind of felt like I was reverse engineering something, basically. Right. Uh, which is not, you know, you shouldn't have to do that when you're trying to learn a tool. But like I said, once you really get into it and start seeing the community that's built up around it and learn how to use it, it is a decently powerful tool. I mean, cool. don't don't let it deceive you. It is a little expensive. Um, the latest version, which is a VX Ace, I think I dropped about 80 bucks on it. Um. But I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty confident in my abilities enough that when I come to the end of this month, I'm going to have a pretty solid pretty solid game. And uh, Mr. Joe will be the first one to try that out. That's, so. that's what I like to hear. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to hear. So, you know. Hell uh, yeah. We'll be, we'll be putting, like, developer logs on my website. Um, if you want to follow along with those, it's at gregfmartin.com. And um, I'll also put a link to the binary when it's up there, too. I'll probably have a demo, and then I'll put the binary up at the end of the month. So, And it's going to be free. I'm not going to charge anything for it because it's not something I'm pursuing seriously. It's just something I've wanted to do for a while, and this is what it's come to. Cool. Neat, neat, neat. I like it. Yeah. I think that's about all we were, we're playing right now. But there's a couple things that we want to be playing. So one of the other things I picked up in my Steam sale was Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Now, this may become as a surprise to you as well. I've never played the original Baldur's Gate series. What? Baldur's, I've never played 1 and 2. What? I played some of Icewind Dale, I think, and a couple of the other ones. I mean, I have... Um, some of the later games, both on PC, I had the couple that were on the Xbox, the original Xbox, I think, and PS2. Um, the wife and I used to play those. We used to love those. Those were great for multiplayer hack and slash, just dungeon crawls uh-huh. on a con- on a console. But um, I've never played the original. Oh, man. You're, so you're missing out. You're missing that's, out. Big well, that's, that's one of the reasons why when, it was, when I saw it on the Steam sale, I was like, yeah, because I, I had purchased a couple of two or three games the one day and then the next day I saw that one on sale and I was like, oh my god, I gotta try to squeeze another, I gotta sneak another charge on the credit card. <laughs> Man, this could this could have hurt, but I couldn't pass it up. So I picked up Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. That's one that I maybe want to try to start maybe this week and give a look into and play around with some and see see where I get with that. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty stoked about that because I think they already have the second one out. Mm-hmm. They have an enhanced edition for the second one, and I remember I was following the first one. Um, me and a couple of the guys at work were talking about it because we were just like, that'd be really cool to replay that one. Well, they were replaying it. I was playing it for the first time. So nice. we'll see. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, that may be in the what I'm playing now section for me. Yeah. So what do you have coming up here? 
Well, uh, as I kind of prefaced earlier, I did line up my uh, PS3 purchase with about six or seven games. Um, one of the things I already have on there, I pre-ordered the uh, third Final Fantasy 13 game, which is going to come out in February of next year. Third Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Really, it, it's so weird. Really? They, it's so weird how they do that now. Like it, really? they started, they started that whole fiasco back with Final Fantasy X. And I know like, Final Fantasy X, X, two, X, like Final Fantasy X, which was which was nothing but a, it was nothing but a fan service game. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that this that's what this one's going to end up being too. But, um, this is the only franchise that I'm an absolute whore over, with maybe the exception. Uh-oh, did we lose Greg? Are you still there? And we may have lost Greg for the evening. And it looks like his internet might have died. Well, he was getting Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen. He had pre-ordered for his PS3. That's one that he's going to be picking up. Uh, the other thing he has on here on his list is Fallout 4, and he wants to know, Bethesda, where the fuck is this already? He really wants Fallout 4 from Bethesda. So Fallout is, like I said earlier, is one of the series that I haven't touched at all. Um, I might have played one of the earlier Fallouts. I can't really remember, though. I don't believe I did. So that was basically the last section of the podcast. And if Greg comes back here in the next couple of seconds, he will be able to see us do the closing of the show. Um, but for right now, we can be found. Um, hit us with email at what I'm playing now at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments on the show, let us know, send us an email and we will try to answer them or get some, you know, answer emails and stuff on the show. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Drop the G since Twitter does not allow you to have that many characters. Um, and on Facebook, we are what I'm playing now as well. Uh, like we said at the top of the show, Greg may be back with us. I am back. Yes, I called on my phone. Nice. <laughs> so, I, probably, I, I probably sound different now. So you do. You do sound a little bit different. So I had I had told everybody you were getting the lightning returns on the PS3, and then you were also wondering where the fuck Beth Fallout Four was from Bethesda. And I don't know yeah, if you want to say they, anything more about Fallout Four. Just that I need the game now because <laughs> I want to. I want some Commonwealth action. I, I I need to see these androids. Quit quit fucking around with me and give me Fallout Four. <laughs> All right, well Bethesda, there you go. If you're up for the challenge, Greg, you have to play the game. That's right, and we just lost another sponsorship. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, well, I think if you're that much of a fan and you want to play it that much, I don't think that's going to lose any sort of sponsorship. So. But I've been, that, I've been seeing. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying I've been seeing so much scuttlebutt about Fallout Four for the longest time, and uh, we just need to have it out now. It's it's been too long between Fallout games. We need this fourth one. When did three? When did when was three released? Oh God, uh, three. You know what? Hang on, let me grab the cases really quick. I'll check the dates. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Well, there you go. Three was there, and then one was New Vegas. Because New Vegas was the last one. 2010. Okay, so, yeah, it's going on four years now. Yeah. Still, though, Diablo fans had to wait, what, ten years? You're, uh, not, even halfway, you're not even halfway there, buddy. Suck it up. Suck don't give it me the that fuck up. Don't give me that Diablo shit. I want my fall <laughs> for now. <laughs> I'm actually kind of looking forward to, even though I played the F out of Diablo 3 and completely burnt myself out, I may actually pick up the expansion. Because hmm. I was listening I was listening to some different shows and reading some things. One of the classes is going to be like a paladin, and I would probably roll up a paladin and try to pl probably play through the game as a paladin, although my, I think ranger is what I was using now, or whatever the hell it was called, was max level and actually doesn't have that bad a loot and that bad a gear, so... Yeah, I I have not played Diablo three. Um, still, I have not played it. 
but I know I was really bad into D2, and oh my god. I mean, me and my buddies would have massive D2 fests, and we'd be up for just days playing Diablo 2. Well, when I first picked up Diablo 3, probably in the first couple of weeks, in the first two to three weeks, I probably had over 80 hours of play. Yeah, I played the up out of that. I was well. I was Dang. playing with a. I was playing with a bunch of couple of guys that I used to play Ashron's Call with, and these guys level like fiends, and I was trying to keep up with them. So it was balls to the wall leveling constantly. There was no fucking around with that game. That game was just once that game came out, and I wasn't even going to get the game. I just I I had was emailing them because I was telling them I think I was playing Ashron's Call at the time, and they were like, you know, pick up Diablo three. We're playing Diablo three, so. I was like, all right, what the hell? I go, I like Diablo 2, and I played the original Diablo, so <laughs> I go, let me pick up 3, and I just ran down to, I think I picked up a Walmart, and I got one of the last copies they had that day on launch day. Oh, I came, wow. came home and installed it and just, like, freaking just turned into a leveling fiend and was just, like, playing it constantly. So. Yeah, I, that, that's how my buddy Steve was. He, um, I mean, he had a couple things where, he he would just mad level like you wouldn't believe, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, you know I, I don't know I'm not all into the whole you know let's level like a, a mother and then it, it it becomes too competitive for me at that point. Yeah, and that's that's about what it was. Like I said, if if I wouldn't have been playing with some friends and they and I wasn't going to try to keep up with them, I probably wouldn't have played the game as much as I did. But because it was like, okay, I got to keep up with these guys so we could all like play it, play at the same time and play, play group up and everything like that. It was just like, oh my god, this is all this is pressure. <laughs> I got a level. <laughs> so, pure pressure, Joe. It'll do it every time. It will. All right. Well, I've already kind of done the closing of the show because when you dropped off, I said you wanted to know where Fallout Four was. I went into the closing, and I think we're pretty much done with another episode. Yeah, good cover, man. Not a problem. I kind of saw you kind of went blank there for a couple of seconds. I go, I think we just lost Greg, lost Greg, and then you dropped off. So That's um, right. We will probably and, be recording. What, what, go ahead. And Audition just crashed. So. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you, are go. Not, you are not having a good computer night. No, I'm not. I, I just want to hang myself with my USB cables now. <laughs> All right, well, we're recording this on a Sunday. Normally, we do Mondays. Next week, I think, is going to be Sunday as well. And then the following week, we should be back to Mondays. Um, so for this week and next week, we were going to we're going to be on a Sunday schedule, mainly because of my work schedule right now, which is kind of buggered up. So, But we're still doing it weekly. We're not going to miss one. So send us some emails, what I'm playing now at gmail.com, and come back next week and listen, and we'll have some more stuff that we're playing now. Have a good one, everybody. Take it easy, guys.